Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no-so-crew goes on a little deep dive in a ratings war between WCW and WWF's Make them say, oh! B-shows. Who knew? They're not there anymore, but we're talking about Thunder and SmackDown. Do you like my cashmere cock ring? You want to go ahead and feel? That's enough. <laughs> the man who's not filling his cock ring is your legend, your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the human wrestling cock ring, Corey wow. Mack. I, uh, I'm going to send, send Morse code to <laughs> Japan <laughs> to get the voice of a generation back over here. And replace your ass, <laughs> because, my God, we need it. And the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Booble. And once he gets there, I'm going to call on the old savior. Oh, God. Get that piece of shit out of here and get Ricky back in here. Really get the show oh, popping. God. We We're... definitely don't need that. Oh, good God. Vince McMahon dead yet? <laughs> is Vince McMahon dead? AEW sucks. All of wrestling sucks. WWE is abysmal, but yet let's stay positive and love wrestling. Love, yeah. love each other. Love wrestling. Like, I don't understand. The mixed messages. Well, like, speaking of mixed messages, we're reviewing Thunder. Yes, we are. We're going to go back to the year 2000, July 26. We're getting close. We're in Wheeling, West Virginia. Anything important ever happened in Wheeling, West Virginia? Is Tony Schiavone from there? He's from West Virginia. Yeah. I wouldn't put the man down and say he's from Wheeling. <laughs> That's unless a low is, blow. Unless he is from Wheeling. I'm going to go he's not. No, it's, maybe Manchin is from there. There's somebody fucking from there. Yeah. Wheeling, West Virginia. No, Sorry sh- to all my fans in Wheeling, West Virginia. Shivani's Sha- yeah, from, Cra- Shivani's Cra- from Craigsville. Oh, see, that's a, Craigsville. That's much better than Wheeling. West Virginia's right there with Cincinnati. They can both go fuck themselves. Whoa. That's enough. <laughs> that's all I got from this that This is a Conan one. podcast now. <laughs> No, it's not. Boy, <laughs> way to commentary. This is the Conan podcast. The one we're going to do later is a Cody podcast. Oh, God. That's yeah. right. Tattoos and all, baby. Uh, commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Mark Madden. I think now's the time Bobby's, Bobby's gone. gone for good. You say that, and then he's back next no, week. I know he's gone by fall. I thought he was gone earlier than this, but I know he's gone by fall. My, my joke's going to be, this is the alternate universe, the alternate timeline, and Bobby's just there the whole time. In the alternate universe, Jim Ross and Bobby Heenan are, are calling Thunder as champion. Uh, Ric Flair is about to, to go up against Barry Windham for the world title at uh, at Bunkhouse Stampede 2000. That's still good about the same rating against now. That's a slobber knocker. Uh, Ringo. That's, uh, a, that's a bad look for now. That's a- <laughs> Ringo backstage with a cat who's in a limo, and he's talking about how Vampiro jumped him. And how uh, Vampiro is going to be in a match against Chronic in a handicap match. Cat says that he has a main event and uh, how he works. Uh, as he's discussing that, uh, Japanese music plays and Kaz comes through the uh, top of the limo's window with nunchucks. Cat pulls him down and tosses him outside the limo. Jamie-san tries to attack him with a kendo stick, but the cat blocks it. Uh, Yang Wang gets uh, taken down, and Jamie-san tries to hit the cat with a sledgehammer, but breaks the limo, uh, the window, and then one Mr. I.B. Smooth comes out of nowhere and is pissed, and he wants a match. 
It's an MI smooth. It's MI smooth. Okay. Well, him call, and Tony both get it wrong. I'm going to call it IB smooth. That's uh, JB smooth. Is that little brother to JB smooth? It is, yeah. Little brother. Uh, <laughs> he ain't so little. He's a Mr. D's. I just watched the D's in the movie. Yeah. Well, he wants a uh, Mr. Smooth wants a match with the young dragons. Goody. Three on one. I think they need more people. I just like the fact when it happens, he's like, who did it? And every one of them pointed at each other and it's just like, okay. That match reminds me of this past week's Extra Dark where the Matt Seidel three-man team was announced at 520 pounds and Mark Henry's like, did they just announce those three men at 520? I'm almost at myself. That's what that young dragon's in my smooth match reminds me of. Uh, we get a promo now by the Filthy Animals as Conan has no cast, no br- nothing. Uh, <laughs> you want to feel my invisible cast? Go ahead and feel. That's enough. I don't understand that. I don't know what it's supposed to do. I was never Mr. Like into the no Rico Suave hip hop and, and Latino culture in 2000. Don't get me wrong. Well, wasn't hip hop. That's not a thing in hip hop. But <laughs> I never understood what it meant. I just assumed it was something that was cool with that group of people. No. Well, then what the fuck is I it? I don't know what he's doing. Maybe a Latino thing? Honestly, it, it feels like somebody who's way too old for hip-hop trying to be in hip-hop. Oh, that'd be Conan. There yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? No one says that. That's a no. Okay, you ever think Ray and Hoovy just kind of roll their eyes when Conan's doing his shtick sometimes? That's a no. They are so out of their mind high. I don't think they <laughs> understand true. what's going They're on. They're fucking higher than higher. They, they have no idea what's talking, what's like, happening. Oh, what? <laughs> He, the juice is like, I don't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> um, they bring out a small ladder, I guess. Uh, they bring up how Evan Courageous is a bitch and how he dislocated his ankle from falling off the ladder a couple of weeks ago. Like, I'm weird. I am not an Evan Courageous fan, but Jesus, does that company hate that guy? I was like, is Tony a filthy animal? Are they doing this for Tony? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. They're like, don't worry, Tony. We'll bury him on TV. Don't fucking worry about it. And they him. mock him and then they tell three, uh, three Count to come out uh, with Tank. Um, Tank and a uh, crutching courageous comes out. Uh, Tank says that he's the toughest guy and challenges the filthy animals to a dance contest. Of course, is should this tank thing like be catching on more than it is? I think they want it to be. They want it to catch on. It's just not. Uh, if uh, it's just execution, even with the same guy writing it in WWF, it would be getting over more. It's just. They don't know in that company, even with Russo at the helm, how to take something like that and get it over, over. Whereas, I mean, look at Too Cool and Rikishi. Look at, you know, Head Cheese. They know how to do that stupid shit and get it over. And so you're admitting that Patterson. Head, hold on. So you're admitting that Head Cheese is over. It, it was, was over for like two weeks in it March. Was, it was. There it is. It was. Then it died a very slow, agonizing death. Uh, so... Uh, he gets challenged to a dance contest. He starts dancing on the outside as Conan and Disco decide to dance to the ring. But then Shannon Moore and Shane Helms come out of nowhere and drop kick them both. What the fuck is going on in this? Well, don't worry, brother. We're going to have a match now. It's three count of Shane Helms and Shannon Moore versus the only workers of the Filthy Animals. Ray Mysterio and Juventud no, Guerrero. I would say worker. I would put that plural. <laughs> Ray's there. If Ray, if Hoovy was in his right mind, Yes. Uh, Hoovy in 2000 is not in his right mind. And at this point, Ray, at this time, not really a worker. Well, he's checked out. Yeah. So. You blame him. They took his mask. No. They took his push. 
They took everything from took his friends. He yeah, is the fourth important, most important person in the Filthy Animals. <laughs> they they totally just which like, is they kidnapped awesome. him. Yeah, they kidnapped him. Well, he's, but he, yeah, somehow, but he's still in the group of the kidnapped him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, Tank chases Disco to the back. Then all of a sudden, the young dragons come out to attack Helms, and then they leave. Uh, Moore throws uh, Ray in the air, and Helms hits a sit down power bomb. Hoovy goes for the ho- uh, juice elbow, but Moore does. Uh, Gets out of the way. Uh, the juicy elbow. The juicy elbow. Helms hits a sidekick and Ray gets it. Uh, um, oh, uh, Helms hits uh, a sidekick and uh, Hoovy just watches the pinfall for, like as he's just standing there watching. Like he's inside the ring and he's just like, "All right, Ray's gonna kick out." Uh, three count. The fireman's carry neck breaker. Then Hoovy hits the Hoovy driver on more and the four fifty for the win. As your winners, filthy animals. Wow, that's a, definitely a beginning to a show. I will say that of all the bleedings, that is one of them. It's a main event everywhere, uh, everywhere else, but only in that main uh, arena. It's a main event in Willing, West Virginia. There it is, and it, and it wasn't even. Don't worry, so bad that match was. Don't worry, uh, Booker T has arrived. Uh, we get a recap so of everybody's after Kevin Nash's gimmick now. Yeah, uh, we get a recap of Nitro, Booker T, and Goldberg. How they had two matches and how Stevie Ray got thrown through a window. How they threw away a Goldberg loss with no bill of a Here's talk about that in the Monday Night War Stories. Available at NoSetEntertainment.com. Uh, Booker T arrives and he goes straight to the ring for a promo. He says he feels like he's been to hell and back. Uh, he can go up against Goldberg again because he's beaten him. Uh, Booker T then turns his attention to, uh, attention to Jeff Jarrett for New Blood Rising. Uh, and once again, he's trying to tell his saying, don't hate the player. Hate the game. I got bad. I got bad mojo coming from this promo when right in the middle of it, uh, I was watching on YouTube like old eighties, rare California Championship Wrestling promos. That was a non-starter of a company that so that's, sucked. I think you just made that up, sir. And lasted <laughs> about six months. However, one and this was a baby face. He was a baby face in the company. I can't remember his name. He had like blonde hair and he was a beach dude. It's California Championship Wrestling, right? No, no, no. Oh. This guy had a pop belly and like a tan pop belly. Buzz like, Sawyer. No. But he's like, I'm going to beat you like I beat my women. And when he hit Booker T started talking about beating him like that, I just got a bad mojo. What? Yeah. I was like, this was the baby face cutting that promo, by the way. That's what amazing. Year? Like 86. Jesus. Check that out, brother. I was like, this is this has got to be the worst wrestling company ever. I went searching for episodes. I found some. Also. But I didn't watch it. What other early 90s catchphrase can we try and have Booker T get over? Um, Word to your mother? So I'm did, just like, what did is Larry, this did, shit? Uh, did Larry Zabisco love that promo? Probably. When men were men and women were in the kitchen. Uh, men were men and women shut the hell up. There Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's a no. Booyah. He's just, he just Stuart Scott. What is this? Booyah. Word to your mother. You ain't gotta go it. Home. it takes two to make things all right. But you gotta get out of here. <laughs> uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out and tells Booker T that his days are numbered. Uh, Jarrett wants his title match tonight. He's not going to ask the cap. Uh, then he goes, you know what? Make, let's make it a non-title match, but in a bunkhouse brawl. Lights out, no DQ, anything goes. Hat on a hat on a hat. Russo's in charge. Then we go back. <laughs> then we go backstage as uh, Jared and Booker being separated by security, 
as the cat says, if you guys uh, can't uh, want to tear each other apart, hell no. And then he's like, you know what? You guys are going to have that match, but once WCW goes off the air. The lights out. Tony Khan's watching, taking notes vigorously. Is that what he's doing vigorously? Probably knowing him. <laughs> uh, we got he's pro- not like most wrestling promoters. But don't worry, guys. We got a promo by Mean Gene with Miss Hancock and David Flair. Oh, fucking hell. Mm. Uh, Hancock challenges Major Guns to an arm wrestling match tonight, and she wants MIA barred from ringside. But if they get involved, their match is off at New Blood Rising. Let's go to our next match: is the artist who is still around versus with Paisley versus. <clears throat> Um, skip over. <laughs> skip like, over. That's that's the best they could do. Apparently, skip over. Uh, I was like, "Hey, that's." And then I saw the graphic, and I'm like, "Hey, so Corey, skip over. Who skip over? All right, and can we skip over this match? He was another uh, power plant guy coming out at the time. Uh, he's known more for his time in TNA or the last couple, you know, run here in WWE." He'll soon be rebranded to what everybody knows him as, and that's primetime Elix Skipper. Um, not that that's, you know, well-known, but, I mean, people know who he is at least. Yeah. What's this skip-over shit? <laughs> that's brutal, dude. Um, another power plant guy. You could, they're coming out fast and furious now. Yep. Also, uh, oh, I don't know if it was WCW, if it was the cock. They changed the artist's music, and I'm not a fucking fan of it. Um some old bullshit. I couldn't believe this motherfucker was still on TV at this time. I do not remember the artist being a thing in late <sighs> summer 2000. Yeah. Well, he's again, I skip remember. over, so I'm not sure that he's a thing. Then again, I didn't remember Big Show showing up either. So. Well, well, what the fu- I forgot. Uh, <laughs> skip over the top rope missile drop <laughs> kick. <laughs> artist with the northern lights and gets a two. Uh, artist gets a chair. Gets into a fan and tries to get back in the ring, but the skip over drop kicks the chair into the face of the it artist. Sounds so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Right? Skip over. Skip over. Uh, Paisley's gonna uh, give the artist the chair, but then Kiwi comes out, and Paisley becomes in trance and then leaves to go after Kiwi. Skip over hits a springboard spin kick and then hits a twisted leg drop, the overdrive. Um, dear God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is happening. Yep. So there's uh, there's that. Yeah. So uh, skip could, over with the upset. I couldn't he just be Elix Skipper. Let's skip, skip over. over. We're gonna skip over it. Uh, we're gonna skip over the promo as uh, MIA uh, with Major Guns accept as she accepts the challenge. We go backstage as Judy. Uh, sorry, former tag team champion Judy Bagwell and her no good son Buff Bagwell arrive as she wants to see the cat and her homicidal maniac son. He Art. wants to do a death match this year. Please. He's, yes. he's for, yeah. Please, Nick Gage, take care of that yeah. for us, please. Uh, yeah. Our next match is uh, M.I. Smooth versus the Young Dragons on a three-on-one match. Or as Tony called him for ten minutes, Am I Smooth? Nobody knows. I prefer I.B. But that's Madden was funny. like, isn't it Am I Smooth? Tony's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, he, he literally said, I'm going to call him Am I Smooth. I'm like, thanks, Tony. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Hey, 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 what is going on? Uh, Dragon, rock. Dragons with, uh, with a triple drop kick. Uh, Dragons back, uh, smooth backdrops Kaz over the top rope onto Yang Wang on the outside. Smooth with a full Nelson palm on Jamie's on for the win. Cool. 
Not uh, a great thunder so far. So far. Hey, but guys, Positively Canyon no. has uh, arrived to the arena. It seems like a lifetime ago. Uh, he has a black eye. Yeah. Yep. Somebody been beating up on Positive Canyon, and that, that's some bullshit. Maybe he's into it. Well, if that's the way it is, that's fine. That's not Tom Arnold and Exit Wounds. Hey. He's into it. You know what I'm talking about? Boom. I'm on top. We go backstage with the cat as he's on the phone, and then former tag team champion (laughs) Judy Bagwell and that no good son barge in as she hangs up the phone. (laughs) He just throws. He's like, for the love of fuck. (laughs) For the love of fuck. Uh, Judy wants a match with Canyon. And uses some choice language to get it. Because ratings are down. Yes, Good job, Russo. Way to point out your own shortcomings. Good job, brother. Database. Do you know what's never been successful in wrestling? Uh, Talking about the ratings on TV. Mostly because who the fuck at home gives a shit about the ratings? Literally nobody. They just want to watch the show. You know who cares about it? Uh, Meltzer. And Wade Keller, and that's that's the two people that care. Well, no, Russo. Well, I mean, I think Bischoff Russo cared, but des- like, just well, like, yeah, but Russo Jesus desperately fuck, cares. Fuck, man. And I was like, fucking hell. Judy Bagwell's talking about your ratings suck. And then she's like, put me on because your ratings will improve. And I was like, you know what? They just might. What the fuck? You know what help ratings? A Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, well, that's know. true. <laughs> that's true. He, it's good he's gone. Hogan, Flair, Sting. They all probably help ratings. It's good he's gone for the for the success of what could be the future of the company. Yeah. But he'd help. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Brother. Our next match is an arm wrestling match. A Major Today's Guns versus Miss Hancock. As David Flair is a special guest referee. Of course uh, he is. No shenanigans here. This is a shitty show. Uh, Hancock is stalling. Uh... Major Guns is going to win, but David grabs the arm and has Hancock win. Gun slaps David. Gun uh, Guns was going to rip Hancock's shirt, but David grabs her. Hancock sprays something in the face and then rips uh, ha- Major Guns' shirt. Then the wall comes out and choke slams David and then checks on Major Gun. The what's the wall doing here? He's been fired. I, I told you all they'd have a replacement for Van Halen. He's wearing camo. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. First uh, of all, oh, go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll, I'll be the dude. Yeah, she may have extreme butterface, but those breasts are something to behold on major guns. I mean, those things are magical. Just put a paper bag over. I mean, holy fuck. So, Corey will understand this. It's interesting they did this match where they did it in yeah. Wheeling, West Virginia. Because, <laughs> you know, in the territory days, an arm wrestling match between two fine women would have been a draw. Yeah. Just nobody gives a fuck about these two women. So uh, I know what they clothes. tried to do. Work. Not with these two first, idiots. First of all, where was I for the past twenty-two years? It'll be interesting if I ever go back and rewatch the uh, the uh, ruthless aggression era. Yeah, Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler to me is a fucking charisma void. Yeah, I don't think it improves. What? What happened? I don't remember that being the case. Was she just that hot that, you know, hormones were taking over? I think the hormones. Uh, What's weird about that? Because I remember this vividly. Like, she was always pushed as, like, this, like, 
really hot. It was like it was always about legs. I'm like, is this 1944? Give a fuck about legs? To me, she's what a cool kneecap. I don't give a shit. To me, she's a really attractive girl next door type. She's a New York six. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's no Dom Marie. She's a real in West Virginia nine. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, you know what the ten is? Major guns. Major guns. <laughs> Them take old biddies. Take old biddies. Uh, we go backstage with Canyon. Gene wants to know what he's thinking, and Canyon's like, "I got the look, bro. I got the book. I need a Kimberly. I'm more than happy, bro." To Canyon cut former WCW tag team champion Judy Bagwell, bro. He wants Judy to be his Kimberly. Canyon will take the match if, if nobody knew he was gay. This is that's when you find out. Should have been the key. That's when you find out. Uh, I'll make Judy my Kimberly. Canyon will take the match if if Mike Austin gets to her first. Ooh, if Buff is barred from ringside, then we go backstage with MIA, who's with the Wall, who's been fired, but now he'll be known as Sergeant A Wall. Is a wall as he is Aren't giddy I, like a score girl. Is it Randy Orton absent without leave? There it is hey, Sergeant A Wall as uh, he's going to be giddy as a score girl to get his head shaved. Oh, I mean, he oversold it. I mean, he was getting off. He was actually orgasming as yep. they were putting. Well, you got to remember the last time he was at any point featured on prominent TV, he was standing a mile and a half away from the whole Hogan on top of the wall, roof. Dude. It's, the wall, so, brother. it's a wall. Brother. At least he's just in focus. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> He's a he's a marked improvement from Van. A blurry, yeah. is he not? Well, I mean, this mic that I'm holding would have been a fucking market improvement from Van Hammer. Um, then we see uh, he might still think he works there. To be honest, he's a fucking idiot. He probably, he probably still does. does. He, probably, the, he's, he like we said a couple weeks ago. Van, the wall, Van Hammer's probably still in Key Largo, waiting for he's WCW. Waiting, he's waiting for the call up. Yeah. Montego, <laughs> maybe. Ooh, Ooh, I want <laughs> the Florida Sea. Off the Florida Keys. There we go. That's where <laughs> I want to go. Where's, James St- where's John Stamos hitting them bongo drums? Right. Way I'm down not, in Coco. I'm not here to roast Bob Saget. I'm here to fuck John Stamos. Uh, I mean, Aruba, I think I, they spoke Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to backstage with Muda. Who's attacking Chronic? I mean, you, can't, you have to do the whole rest of the show now. With Vampiro. That's where we want to go. Did you know that's all suspended again? Is that what happened? God damn. It's a new that, character? That one hurt. Sheeny Cornet coming back. Oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> that's where... No. Uh, then we see uh, Booker and Jarrett getting ready for their lights out match. Booker, man. Then we see Nitro of the Great Muta attacking the cat and joining Vampiro. So our next match is the Great Muda and Vampiro versus Sean O'Hare and Mark Jindrak. Isn't Russo like original by just putting everybody with face paint in a heel group? Brothers in paint. Brothers in paint. paint. Brothers in paint. As the Great Muda and Vampiro are part of the Juggalo army, they don't care if they lose. They're just here to kick some ass. Well, that's really awesome for a wrestling show. I don't care if I win. (laughs) Yeah. Must be America and not Japan then because I guarantee you. Kiji Muto cares deeply about whether he wins or loses. That's right. That's right. That motherfucker has Hulk Hogan levels of that ain't gonna work for me, brother. That's right, dude. And what happens if Hogan and him face each other? What happens? It did happen in '93 in Who Japan. Won? Muta. Damn dog. Money talked, brother. Yep. Damn I, dog. Real quickly, just off. Night three of Wrestle Kingdom had a tag match. 
with Tanahashi with some New Japan guys against Muto and some Noah guys. Yeah, night two, and right? Night three. Oh, night three, yeah. And Tanahashi was trying to figure out some of the match, lay it down, and like, so what we're going to do is maybe we'll put the beat down on Muto so he can get the tag to the hot young champ, and uh, he'll clear the house. And uh, boy, it didn't take long for Muto to shut that down with the creative thing. It'll work for me, brother. I'm Muto. Beat down the champ's ass, and then I'll make a comeback at 64 years old. <laughs> and guess what? That's what happened. And how was that? Not good. Yeah. No, not good. Yeah. Um, but it's like if Hogan was still, and he wants to, in Hogan's head, he could still be WWE champion. Oh, yeah. Right now. When Vince said to, he could still be WWE champion. To the champion. best of That's his uh, recollection, he's going to be, he will be. Oh, look for uh, the next Saudi show. Look for Goldberg versus Hogan for that title, brother. Hogan gets that win back. Hogan will get his win back. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Dude. I'll be, honestly, I'm all for it if they come out to a Nitro set. I'm all <laughs> fucking for it. It's the From rematch. Saudi WWE Nitro. It's the rematch we never got. Now we're going to get it in Saudi Arabia. Uh, <laughs> back to the match. Uh, Jinjak with the springboard uh, clothesline to Muda. O'Hare with the spinning heel kick to Vampiro. Muda with the dragon screw rip and leg locks on Jinjak for the win. Uh, the demon comes out to attack O'Hare and Jinjak. Um, he hits the love gun on both of them. Get it? It's the love gun, Ronnie. He's talking about his dick. Uh, then Chronic comes out. They brawl with Muda and Vampiro while the demon leaves. <laughs> she was like, well, I did my part. Yeah. So and then, then the Adam hits his own love gun, the full Nelson slam. She's like, God damn it. So when when Muda did that, the dragon screw leg whip, it made me think of something. Yeah. Because I always think of that move. I think of him, right? Yeah. So what are some of the like other examples of non finishers? Like it's Flair with the chops, right? What else would you guys think of of just like an iconic move to somebody that isn't their finisher? Oh, that's a good point. Um, Like Flair with his chops, Austin with his uh, corner stomps. Corner stomps. They're so uniquely Austin. Um, Okay, so this is kind of a weird one because he turned it into a finisher, but the Rock with the people's elbow. It wasn't a finisher when he when he started it. It was a heat segment. Yeah, it was to get heat from the crowd. And then he turned it into a finisher. Uh, the worm, or not the worm. The worm the part worm. of the Scotty Two Hotties thing. I would say Kane's flying clothesline. Yes. Kane, yeah. What about uh, what about um, Shawn Michaels' elbow? The yeah. elbow. The yeah. elbow. Brett's atomic drop. Owens and Zaguri kick. Owens and Zaguri's kick, for sure. Mm-hmm. Scott Hall. Razor Ramon with the... Uh, the follow slam. follow slam. slam. Oh, the sack good, of shit slam. That's a good call. Yeah. Nash's uh, oh, Nash's core elbows. I would say Nash's elbows. And uh, it, and and Hall honestly Hall's punches. Oh, I mean, I mean yeah, it's uh, the stinger splash. Stinger splash. Stinger splash. That might be the the ultimate. Yeah. Because I, I, I just go back to mood. I always think of that move. I always think of him. Yeah, I mean it's the dude. Mm-hmm. Boy, he was something in '89. Yep. But 2000, he don't. He's broken down. They yeah. don't give a fuck. But boy, in '89. Oh, man. My God, he was something, Joe. I uh, I just remember those like those crazy like quick elbow drops he would do. Like Hogan would do sort of, but slowed down. But this guy, but those they would just so he would barely get on his feet and just drop again. Oh, it's nuts. I, you know what I always wanted to see, but it's sad we never got to is great Muda from that era against Sean Waltman from that era, the young one, two, three kid. I mean, really, 
Road Dog. He is the better worker. Road Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously Road Dog. You yeah. find out more about that. I'm sorry, when, what was I thinking? When we get back My to SmackDown, <laughs> come on, bro. Um, we see Canyon. Yeah, we see Canyon head to the ring, and then we see former WCW Tag Team Champion Judy Dragwell dragging Dragwell. Her, Dragwell. <laughs> Actually, nope, like that. <laughs> buff Dragwell. <laughs> Love that. Sorry, as I was gonna say, Buff. Oh, Beth. like he was fucking the Beaver. As he's dragging him <laughs> by his ear to his locker room. Was the beaver on the other channel. <laughs> Ward, you were a little hard on the beeve mm. last night. Uh, then we see. <laughs> so was Eddie Haskell, Wally, and Miss Cleaver. Yeah. Then we see uh, Mean Gene with Vito as he wants another match with Lance Storm. First hit, we had a weird ass promo. I mean, this was nonsensical for it's like. Just, it's just him. Ra- it was him <laughs> rambling about New York sting stuff, and then he's like, "And I, and I want a match with a uh, Boomer Sooner tomorrow." But before I get my title back, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go get some money for some people. I'm like, yep. in the building yeah. or like in New York? Oh, he's a ticket taker. <laughs> Do you need people from Wheeling, West hey, Virginia? Yo, to- how much? How many tickets you want? I got you. Okay, there. Uh, I'm not usually supposed to be doing this, but my partner split his dick in half. Give me the money. Oh, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Go ahead and feel. <laughs> Go on and feel his ass. That's enough. <laughs> they think their fans are stupid. Yep, it's that simple. It's that simple. Uh, we get a recap of Nitro Canyon dressed up as a cameraman, and then uh, Canyon cutting buff, and then throwing former WCW Tag Team Champion Judy Bagwell oh, in a yeah. trunk of a car. It was the night after. The day after was the release. Uh, you know what? Just leave her in there. That's, I'm fine with it. Yep. No, next, nobody needs to fix it. Nobody needs to go get her. We're going to talk about our next match of the. Where's that fucking Goldberg Wild Struggle? We need it. Right. Go dump. <laughs> go dump her in the desert where Flair's still buried somewhere. Um, our next match is Judy Bagwell oh, versus Positively Canyon with the sign of the night. Gang bang gang rail. <laughs> <laughs> What? Jesus. That was a sign. Gang, bang, uh, gangrel. I mean, he wasn't even doing porn yet, I don't think. Uh, God damn. Before the match, Canyon says he has a canyon cutter two times, two times, as tonight he will hurt her real bad and give Judy a chance to leave. But Judy doesn't leave. She kicks him in the groin and then slaps him. And then Canyon shoves her to the ground. And then he says he's going to canyon cut her. Uh, but Buff comes out. Canyon then grabs Judy by the neck and says, "Stop or I'll break her neck." Stop it, my mom will shoot. Canyon says, uh, "Beats Buff and then uh, 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 he challenges uh, Buff to a match and says, "If I beat you, Judy would be my valet." Bro, bro, and then he accepts. What the? F- and then Canyon then hits the Canyon Cutter on Judy in the ring. Pay per view. So uh, Judy gets on air canyon cuttered. It's the last pay per view ever. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. This is a story. It's the last pay per view ever for them. Uh, yes. Um, I hate this. <laughs> Anything that involves Buff and Judy Magwell. Yeah. Get this the fuck off my terrible, screen. Dude. Just get the fuck off my screen. Then we go backstage with Doug, Shane Douglas and Tori saying that they have a tape that are up what up that has nothing it? compared to what can't, uh, Kidman showed on Monday. Um, she said. Tori says she dropped the uh, tape off in the production truck. But then, as they walk away, then we see Canyon come out of uh, Kidman come out of a room with the tape. Uh, 
Oh, don't you worry about that. Production mishap there. Don't you worry about that at and all. Then, and then we see Canyon driving off, leaving the arena in a, in a fast and furious way, but then he stops to Canyon cut the security guard at the door. That was fucking phenomenal. I, I loved it. Bang! <laughs> he, like, looks back down the driveway, bang, and leaves again. That's so great, dude. I, I just imagine, it. like, fucking people at the gas station at the toll booth. Yep. Just everybody can get it. I love it. Then we go back to the ring with Shane Douglas with Tori oh, Wilson. Well, speaking of things I don't know. As they show the video that uh, has nothing compared to what Kidman and Tori did. Well, the video shows is Douglas showing that he can't get it up. I don't understand. Why would he want to show this? As I mean, I know the theory is Kidman switched the tapes. Yeah. But why would they even have this on a tape? Why would they not make sure this was destroyed? Well, let alone made its way to the arena to be fucking changed out more than that later. by Kidman. Somehow the, it got changed out by Kidman, and uh, you know like, who it is that no good Woody again. But the best I, funny thing is this: Tori in the back, in the like on in the bed, just like it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's fine. Like, and just they're, laughing. They're lying, by the way. Yeah, they're yeah. always lying. Yeah. So like, this is like a subplot to Revenge of the Nerds that they didn't t- put in the movie. Like you know the fucking football Nerds. studs. The football stud can't get it up, and like she's like, it's okay, it happens. Which is why when she's raped later on in the movie by the nerd, she falls in love with him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> still the compare. Uh, still the weird. Still the weirdest thing for a couple to get together. What, what? happened? I raped you in a Vader mask, and you love my dick <laughs> I went, so much. I went down on you in a Vader mask, and you fell in love with me. Yeah. How'd you guys meet, Ma? I Dad? raped her. I raped her. <laughs> I raped her. The 80s movies. <laughs> Bang up job. <laughs> Jesus. I still love it, though. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Terrible messages. Terrible messages. Fuck. My God. <laughs> Booger. His name was Booger. Uh, we got mean Gene with Lance Storm. Uh, Storm says if uh, Vito wants a shot, he needs <sighs> to earn it. Uh, Storm, <laughs> Storm has to do it. Uh, they're going to do it his way. Canadian rules. So what does that mean? It's just a wrestling match. Wrestling holds. Wrestling yeah. moves. Yes. Canadian. I'm all about this. Yep. Hey, a boot. A boot this. We go backstage with Tori trying to explain herself, but Douglas uh, says, I need some air. Ha ha. Sagging off. Maybe and then I'll get it up tonight. Ha ha. Kidman comes out and makes fun of Tori about the tape, how he switched it. Maybe she was so hot that he got nervous. I can see that happening. I can see that. Because she is. Not even out of his league. She's in a different league that he's not a part of. Yeah. You know what? I buy that. Because he's in you know like what? single A while she's in major leagues. Oh, he's in single A baseball. She's yeah. playing ice hockey. Yeah. It's a different fucking sport. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, that makes sense to me because like I think I would get anxiety if I if Tori Wilson was right there, ready to like give me the time of day. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. I would have issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can get the big Joboski up every time because <laughs> you're Joey Legend. The girls call me legend in the sack. What's up? Uh, so I see. So Jeff is the voice of a generation, dick of a generation right over here. The biggest dick in the world. Uh, I, ran, I can't think of things that okay. I am. Okay. Okay. That's fine. You think I'm something that. of a generation. I'm the suspended on Twitter of a generation. Nice. Yeah. Where you go, Sal? Yeah, you are good at it. Um, <laughs> so Kidman makes fun of Tori as Kidman uh, gets jumped by Douglas. Our next match, it's Lance Storm versus Big Vito. Triple H. We play the Canadian anthem. However, that Vito son of a bitch that attacked motherfucker. Storm with a kendo stick. Stupid fucking Americans. I didn't know that was part of Canadian rules. Hope he didn't teach that shit to his son, Tony D'Angelo. Some old bullshit. How dare you interrupt the greatest anthem that's ever been invented? Yeah. How dare you? Man, Storm will take care of it. Don't worry about it. 
Uh, Vito with a, like a weird uh, pop-up atomic drop as Vito moves away before he hits. Like he throws Saturn up to so, do the atomic. Storm. Oh, sorry, Storm. <laughs> Is this a European title match? I'm just looking at you, and I got this loss in your eyes. Um, <laughs> he thinks you, who does he who thinks of Saturn? God yeah. damn it! <laughs> is that good or bad? I'm the jobber of a generation. Is your, is your friend a it. mop? <laughs> Two yellow crayons I are for calories or, or for protein. So he throws <laughs> Jesus. So he throws Storm up in the air, and he's supposed to hit the atomic drop, but Vito moves away before Storm can land on his leg. So he. <laughs> throws him up and Vito moves so uh, Storm has to sell the fact that he just got atomic dropped on him by air by air yep. way to go Vito uh, Vito with a top rope elbow drop Storm with a sidekick uh, Vito then bumps into the ref Storm then goes and grabs a chair and blasts Vito with it ref gets up as Storm pins but only gets a two you, you've heard the story of Bruce, of uh, Big Vito's first foray into wrestling haven't you no the great Brian Last tells that story. Well, I'm already up. No, just check this out, though. This is weird. He based in New York for his bar mitzvah because he was a wrestling fan. Russo had a radio program at the time. And Vito would be on it talking. For his bar mitzvah, his parents got Vince Russo and Big Vito to be at his bar mitzvah. This was back in, like, 93, right? So, like, it's odd that he and <laughs> Cornette are good friends when... The first paid gig that Russo was ever, one of the first ones he did for a wrestling purpose was Brian Last's bar mitzvah. <laughs> and Big Vito went around trying to beat up people at the party. But he's a big, but he's a close friend of Russo's, which explains his push. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that story. Cornette's like, you what motherfucker. The French fried titty fuck is going on here. He's like, motherfucker, we have you to blame. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, where are we at? Uh, Storm hits Vito with a chair. Uh, Storm goes for the uh, Canadian Maple Leaf, but Vito rolls, rolls him up for a two. Vito goes for his DDT, but Storm reverses it into a Northern Lights. Storm puts Vito in the Canadian Maple Leaf. Vito taps. Storm won't let go until Mike Awesome comes out and chases him off. There's a danger in doing the Maple Leaf to Big Vito because you might get the third leg. And you, would be, you, you wouldn't be blamed because there's enough to grip onto. Uh, you'd think it's a fucking appendage. Luckily, that didn't happen. Or they, they did good editing here at PS. So, now let's go to our now weekly. I'm trying. This show sucks. I'm trying. Well, don't worry. We're going to go to our weekly Scott Hudson promo with one of the guys in the main event or in a triple threat match at New Blood Rising. He interviews Goldberg. Um, All right. Uh, Goldberg says that... Uh, uh, they bring up Scott Hall sacrificed for Goldberg. And he says, Goldberg said that they baited him for the future. They knew he would be profitable and the outsiders had motives and going to use him. Right. Correct. That's Hall, factual. Uh, they bring, he says that Hall is a cancer. They have no appreciation to the fans. Factual. Factual. Uh, when, especially when Scott Hall's in his. In his Scott Hall state. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sure, Goldberg gets the promotion uh, that uh, he turned his back on the fans, but Scott, Scott Hall doesn't care. He doesn't care for any of them. Uh, so this brings up the fans. Goldberg says uh, he's not comfortable being a heel. He understands what the company wants him to do. Bump the ratings. Bring people back. It's against the... And this is against what Goldberg stands for. 
Wow. The part I didn't like. This part's terrible. This uh, part's so god awful. He said he hated turning his back on the fans and the kids. So shoot. Goldberg said he didn't want to be a wrestler. He wanted to play pro football, but he I got- actually liked that part. He was like, because Hudson was like, "You're you're you not you were a fan of wrestling." He was like, "I wasn't. I did not want to be a professional wrestler." Yep. Uh, he got hurt so bad, so he became a fan of wrestling. Goldberg wants to make a difference, and he wants to give back. He said that Nash is right. Goldberg doesn't love this sport. Doesn't give everything to the sport. He doesn't like who he works with. Say what you want about Jim Ross, but he he was a great executive vice president of talent relations because he, he had offered Goldberg a contract with WWF mm-hmm. at the same time, sight unseen. Like he knew he knew something was there. Yeah. Um, he he made the right move going with WWE. Yeah. But what would have happened if he'd have signed in September of '96? If he'd have signed with WWF instead, would he have even made it to TV? No. Would we have ever had a Goldberg match? No. 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 Honestly, he would have been Bulba Cannon in the Truth Commission. Ooh. That's his. That's his lot in life. They. Um, they bring up paying up paying your dues. Hudson oh, says that part. Goldberg is paying his dues by going to see people in the hospital, trying to cheer people up before they die in a week or two, or as Goldberg puts it. Punch the cancer out of them. Uh, he brings up Nash paid his dues for 15 years, but Goldberg made more money than him in two years. Yep. That's not completely factual. One 15 years. No, he he turned pro in 90. They're in 2000. So he's only been a pro for 10 years. You know people that's coming. I have no Come on. We, we're still wondering how long hey, Booker T started in 47. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Booker T beat <laughs> Booker T uh, faced Harley Race as a pretty match. And the other part isn't factual either, because Nash has a favored nations contract. So anybody who yeah. gets paid more than him, he gets bumped up to it. There it is. So Nash has always made more than him. Yep. <laughs> uh, then we bring up Starcade '98. Nash put him on the booking committee, and two weeks later, Nash is the first one to beat him. I mean, it's a tell as old as wrestling itself. Yep. The Booker, if he's in the ring, he's the one that's going to get pushed. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Goldberg wants the title around his waist, and he wants to make Nash suffer. Goldberg says that he was in the right place in the right uh, right place, right time. Um, Factual. They bring up popping the business. Goldberg says they were at a bar where they thought they didn't do that. Um, Goldberg brings up uh, him and Hogan um, as a... Uh, Brings up that Hogan, Flair, Arn Anderson were popping the business. And when he showed up, he popped the business more. Uh, Goldberg says the only way Nash can beat Goldberg is if Nash puts him uh, on the committee. If Nash is put back on the committee. Goldberg says that he's going to kill Nash and he doesn't care if he wins or loses. I hated that part. Getting back to this doesn't matter if I win or lose thing. Isn't this a triple threat? Yes, but I hated that last part because... Goldberg's entire existence, including this promo up until him, that point, winning. was he's got to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I don't care if I'm going to lose. Out of nowhere, came off as really hollow to me. But isn't this a triple threat? There's like no mention of Scott Steiner. Yeah, no, that's weird. There was very little last week, too. Like, it's almost like he's... Is a it one-on-one? Oh, by the way, Scott's here for to be in place. I enjoyed the shoot parts of this promo. When it went back into the wrestling part, it was a big mess, which is not a shocker for Goldberg in a promo. Kind of like last week. Um, the shootier parts were fun. Um, 
So if Nash guarantees he's winning, Goldberg doesn't care. I really hope there's a Scott Steiner one next week. I think we already got the Steiner one. Where he That's not with Hudson. Theoretically killed Mike tonight. I want the one with Hudson. I want to know what, what's going to go on there. Oh, it's AW talent. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed it more than Nash's. Yeah. I tend to agree more with Goldberg, which hurts my heart. So I definitely prefer Kevin Nash oh, over, yeah. over Bill Goldberg. But I also, uh, the the part that I love the most is the paying the dues part. I fucking hate that paying the dues shit. Paying your dues, brother. You Carry my bags, dude. dude. It's not about paying. It's about making fucking money, dude. Yeah, That's what it's about. No. Fuck paying yeah. your dues. Well, you're in the spot. You're in the spot. Which, Deal with it. Which we'll bring up uh, when you listen I, to the uh, No So Podcast. I'm old school as fuck. I believed. I believe in paying the dues in, in the old days. The way you started in the business. Mm-hmm. Where you can, you were lucky to be brought in. And you started at the bottom, and you did eat shit for a while, and then you... But that's back then. Yeah. Nowadays, with everybody... And it's the fault of digital social media. I mean, there's no way you can be unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, but fucking... Every two-bit fucking shindy can get on fight. Mm-hmm. Pay-per-view. So there's no way to keep yourself out of out of site and build up people are just thrown on national tv six matches into their career paying the dues things out the door yeah it just doesn't exist anymore um and even in the old days if somebody showed up and popped like goldberg right they didn't pay their dues they put them in the fucking main event happened in the 40s the 50s the 60s nothing's changed this business I know what they want to say. It's not about respect and respect. It's about making as much fucking money as humanly possible. If they can make you money, fuck paying the dues. <laughs> fuck your dues. Get him in the main event. I want the extra money. It's all about putting money in the in the fucking owner's back, yep. back pocket. Yep. And yeah, you get some too, by the way. Yeah. But not as much as the promoter. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's the old Motown uh, shenanigans. Yeah. uh. Well, we go to the cat in the ring. As the cat says, WCW won't sanction this match. So they're going to turn the lights off and, you know, turn everything off. Um, It's actually interesting the way they did this. Well, uh, they ended the show. They showed the end credit thing. End credits, graphics. Put them up. We're done. Come back on. All right. If you chumps want to fight, come on out. I like that. It worked for me. Yep. So our next match in our. (laughs) Main event slash non-sanctioned for WCW match. In a lights-out bunkhouse brawl. The king of the bunkhouse brawl. Jeff Jarrett versus Booker T. Question. I mean, Dusty Rhodes might have something to say about that. Well, Corey, well not in this past, <laughs> like, mean, not yeah. in the past six months. Fucking, like, Jarrett had a bunkhouse brawl match, like, first month straight. So. I know. Oh, I know. He's definitely been packing him on. But, uh. but my question to you guys is, why not have this at the pay-per-view? I hated this because I was like, no matter how many hats you put on it and you do the whole this isn't sanctioned bit, you're still giving away the pay-per-view main event a week and a half early, plus with extra gimmicks. So you're just going to play an old match. So you're going to play like, well, that's boring. Yep. Yeah. I've already seen the cool fucking shit, but I want to do the wrestling match for it. God damn it, right? I, uh, my whole, I love the cat on commentary because everybody was like, how about paying this guy? I don't care what he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cat joins commentary. Jarrett brings up the uh, weapons. Um, uh, Booker T throws Jarrett in the crowd. They fight through the crowd. Booker uses a chair. Jarrett uses a shovel. Cat then says on Monday Nitro, it's going to be Booker T versus Sting for the title. Just we're going to put that out. Why are we putting pay-per-view Matt quality hey, matches names? At least they announced it early and just give it away for free at the end of the night. I mean, I kind of understand. I'm trying to think. In 2000... God damn it. Yeah, I guess it's the same. I guess, I guess it's... That company is all about putting... Uh, what? Putting... Uh, they want the ratings, brother. Well, yeah, it's all about the TV ratings as opposed to the pay-per-view ratings. It's yep. always been that way with this company. Kind of like the way it is with AEW now. It's more important to pop the the TV numbers than it is the pay-per-view numbers. So I got... Uh, I get it now more than I did back then. Because AEW's business model is not predicated on pay-per-view sales. No. Where WCW's very much was. That was how they made any sort of money because they clearly aren't drawing crowds and they're not selling merch. But they didn't. So anything they get that would would have been profitable would have been pay-per-view numbers. But they wouldn't have been theirs. That's how they were fucked. Turner Home Entertainment got the pay-per-view revenue for WCW. WCW didn't. And that's why when Nitro started, it was more important to get the ratings because that's the only way they got paid. WCW had to be fucking on fire. Uh, And I think, I can't say a thousand percent, but I think up until the end, Turner Home Entertainment was still pocketing the pay-per-view revenue. So that shit never got thrown there. Which makes 1998 all the more interesting when they made $268 million and didn't get the pay-per-view revenue. How much would they have fucking made in that point? It's a lot of NWO shirts. Yeah, it's a lot of NWO shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Especially uh, that year. They gave him, they, they gave him uh, multiple choice. You can get red or yellow or blue or green. As... Yep. As, you know, Book Teavers staying on Nitro because Cat felt bad for Goldberg jumping him. Uh, Jarrett uses a cowbell and a trash can lid. Need more cowbell. All right. Jarrett throws Book T in a wheelbarrow and then uses uh, a normal wooden chair just to chuck at Booker. Where the (laughs) fuck did they find that goddamn thing? Rude. So, uh, Mr. Rubel. Yeah. We're going to get thrown uh, at you a metal chair like they do, or the weird wooden chair they found in catering. The wooden chair. Okay. Uh, Both going to hurt. Booker chokes Jarrett with the bull rope, but Jarrett gets out of it. Jarrett tries to jump off the second turnbuckle and hit uh, hit Booker with the guitar, but Booker catches him and goes for the bookend, but Jarrett with the poke in the eye. Uh, Instead of... uh, See all the time on the planes. Uh, instead of Jarrett's patent headlock, Jarrett you, chokes Booker with his pan and bull rope. I mean, he's he's a vet. He knows you know you, you gotta you gotta up the arrest hold in a yep. fucking gimmick match. Yep. Uh, Booker hits the axe kick and spin a rooney goes for the harm sidekick with Jar- Jarrett uh, sidekick, but Jarrett hits Booker uh, Booker's knee with the guitar. Uh, Booker T's hanging on the apron. Jarrett puts in the figure four. Commentary's like, Booker won't submit. And then the ref stops the match. Is he hanging and banging? As it looks like Booker gave up or the ref just called the match. I think he passed out. Did he? I think that was the implication. Implication, even though he was still yelling. Yeah. Ah, he passed out. It was a Ah. one So that was Thunder. Terrible. That show fucking sucks. It was terrible. Well, let's go, Dave Ford, to... uh, WWF SmackDown, July 20-something, year 2000. We're in San Antonio, 
Texas. Commentary team is one Michael Cole. Michael. And Jerry the King Lawler. We start the show with a recap of Big Show returning. Well. On Raw. And then... uh you turn on somebody? Turning on... Uh, chasing, big, uh, chasing Shane around for a bit and then turns on The Undertaker to then join... Shane. Let me check that out. Uh, Big Show and Shane attacking. I mean, to be fair. To be fair. He did. To, to be, be fair. fair. He did leave that motherfucker in the desert. That's true. So. Tiger kind of had that one coming. The he other did. guy in, uh, came up with a, with a gang beat down where they fucking ruptured his knee and broke his head. And yeah, remember? But he had to carry a motorcycle out of the desert. That's true. Yeah. So. Uh, Shane, Taker, uh, Shane and Show attacking Kane. Angle, Benoit, Shane attacking uh, The Rock at the end of Raw with the four men posing at the top of the stage. What would you call this faction? Oh, God damn, I don't It's weird as fuck, right? right? It's just like. And even though Big Show's back and aiming for Taker, it's clear Benoit's the dude in the in the in the uh, group. Yeah. So it's like, what is this? This is what is going on? Because I don't know that Big Show and Kurt Angle are the best lackeys. It's, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> we're just gonna call them the Super this Friends. Is one of those like two K twenty groups that you put together. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just having fun all of a sudden. It's just the you Super know, Friends. You find you find these four in a fraction. You're like, okay, sounds good. Uh, let's go to our first match of the night as X-Pac with Road Dog versus Steve Blackman for the Hardcore Championship. It's to settle a friendly wager, guys. Friendly wager. Because yeah, X-Pac and Road Dog have a friendly wager about who is the better singles wrestler. And it's Mr. Ass. <laughs> it's Billy Ass and the, the ass, ass Boys. I'm yeah. a little confused. How is there any debate? Uh, you see, uh, Road Dog is on cocaine. I, and and plus, Saul Waltman is also on cocaine. Plus, in Vince McMahon's weird world of wrestling, only one of them, and it's not X-Pac, has been Intercontinental Champion. There it is. Only one of them didn't go to WCW. <laughs> he started in WCW. You don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, so did Terrorizing. This is for the Hardcore <laughs> Championship. Uh, X-Pac uses a belt and whips Blackman. Uh, Blackman uses a trash can. Also, hold on. So... Did you see the very he whipped him in the chest? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. And the black one was like, nope, turn and fuck yeah, that. No, thank you. Not taking that shot again. <laughs> Uses a trash can lid. He throws X Pac up in the air and has X Pac fall to the ground and then hits him in the back of the head as he's like at, almost at impact. That was a cool spot. Yeah. That was cool. The match itself was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it actually was. I, the one thing I was just bothering me is the. And I know it's not his fault, but Michael Cole can't be like, they're both martial arts experts. I was like, one of them is. The other one does Kempo on the side. Yeah, he <laughs> let's hey, let's hey, calm hey. down. Steve Blackman's going like the next WrestleCon or something. He's coming back. Which wrestler is he hunting as a bounty? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you're a bounty hunter, think about that. That's a purpose to go as a WrestleCon. Damn right. Yeah. You're bound to have at least two motherfuckers you can get. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Blackman pulls out uh, his, a pair of nunchucks and Xbox. Like, hey, give them to me <laughs> because I want to use them. So he does. So Xbox then uses his nunchuck moves by what every person does with nunchucks is like wave them around and tuck them on the air. Uh, yeah. If, if you notice, Blackman knows what he's doing. Yeah. Xbox not doing so much. <laughs> so uh, Blackman then pulls out two mini kendo sticks and then attacks Xbox with them. Xbox uses a fire signature. He goes for it. X-Pac goes for the Bronco Buster, but Blackman then pulls a whole trash can, not just the lid, and X-Pac Bronco busts the trash can. When was the last time he hit that move? When he was a face. 
Maybe in WCW. Because, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, dude. He just catches a foot to the dick when every he single was, time he when does he, that now. When he was teaming with Kane? Why would you? I mean, like. As and you sir, can't, like, work that. You just have to land on the dude's foot. As yeah. soon as the first guy did that as, like, the like the fucking escape. I'm like, I ain't even Like, Clint moves over. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm done. Don't catch you a foot to the dick every night. I remember Big Show did it. It was like the foot was, like, <laughs> touching his yeah. his dick and his, like, areola at the same time. I was like, motherfucker, that's a big one. I'm done here. It's a wrap. Thank you. Uh, Road Dog, uh, Blackman hits X-Pac oh, in the head with a kendo that. stick for the win. Road Dog comes in to attack Blackman with kendo sticks. X-Pac gets up and they double team Blackman. And it was almost second. as good as the arm wrestling match on Thunder. They, because uh, they wanted to prove they're a really good team, though. Mm. That was the so. important part. <laughs> so we really hammering home how good of a team they are, right? Uh, we see backstage. Uh, we see The Rock yelling at Foley about something, but we don't hear what they're yelling about. Then we go. Foley leaves that and goes to the ring. I think he was just venting, to be yeah, honest. It looked like it, yeah. Uh, our next thing. Foley was like, still waiting for that apology, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Come on, brother. <laughs> Partly retired because of your dumb it ass. It doesn't matter. How <laughs> you're waiting for that apology. It doesn't matter how I apologize to you, brother. I'll send you some Terra Mana. <laughs> uh, Foley drinks? Probably I not. I don't know, no, man. I don't think so. He feels like a non drinker to me. He, I, feel like, most, I feel like he'll have a classy drink here and there. No, it's like a Bud Light. Maybe like. Yeah, I feel like he at most is oh, yeah, like a... True. Paps. Fourth of July, he has like one light beer. Yeah. He'll have a seltzer now. Yeah, like, and then he's back to he like... It's like he's a fucking milk apple juice guy. Yeah, and then oh, he's yeah. back to his he's, he's fruit a, he's juices a, and shit. He's a Jeff Mack. Gotta have his milk and breakfast. Weird fuck. Um... <laughs> Foley's not happy with Shane and Damn. Big Show, and in the events that Trick took your place, milk, your bitch. <laughs> uh, the events that took place on Monday night, um, he's not being ha- he's not happy being made a fool. Uh, he talks about Big Show. He's called him the past couple weeks, saying he's one hundred percent. He's ready to come back, and he wants Shane McMahon. Foley says, "Well, the Rock vented backstage, and he wants Benoit, Big Show, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon in any combination. He wants them all." I'd say five, four on one, bitch. Yeah, prove how good you are. However, Foley's like, I'm gonna give The Rock a one on one, and he's taking on Kurt Angle. Foley says that. Uh, then he brings up that Trish Stratus will be in a mixed tag match tonight with Triple H versus Lita and Chris Jericho. Players, I got a six man tag for you, as it's gonna be Edge and Christian and Big Show versus the Wait. Dudley Boys and Kane in a tables match. You don't say. I'm shocked. Shocked. Uh, I'm big, agog with the confusion. Uh, big Show and Shane come out. Shane says that he uh, the t- he turned the tables on Foley. He was always a couple steps ahead of Foley. Foley witnessed the McMahon manipulation. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Simba. Uh, Show says that he was in rehab and he was wanting to get his hands on Shane, but then looked himself in the mirror and said, you're not beautiful. And you're the one that really hurt yourself. So you're saying, in rehab, Big Show managed to turn yep. on himself. Yep. <laughs> Correct. All right. It's impressive. So, yeah. so that is impressive. So Big Show said it wasn't really him that hurt him. It was uh, Shane didn't want the wasn't the one that hurt him. It's his it contract. was really he's got a quote on him himself. Big Show says that he was a joke, trying to make the fans happy and laugh, but really he was making fun of himself. Okay. So, some uh, 
back porch psychology going on in the writing room at the yeah. WWF headquarters. Well, but I guess they could say, hey, I was a fat piece of shit. That's why I left. <laughs> hey, 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 Rock. They already had Vader do it two years ago. Yep. <laughs> we go uh, backstage with Stephanie talking to Triple H, telling him to put ice on his arm since his arm's bandaged up. He's like, bitch, shut up. Uh, they enter a locker room, notice his flowers, and Stephanie's like, I don't know who they're from. I don't know who they're from. I don't trust her. Triple H's like, they're from Angle again, and has Stephanie read the Texas ro- uh, Yellow Rose... Uh, Oh, it's the card, and it says, The Texas Yellow Roses, Pale Beauty and Grace, just like you. And the the flowers are from Triple H. The gasp. Lame. Lame. Our next match is the I Hardy Boys. I had about her a couple of cactuses. Said, sit on that bitch. It's the Hardy Boys <laughs> versus the Lowdown of D'Lo Brown and mm. Chaz. You guys digging Lowdown yet? Uh, I'm just I, waiting. I forgot they were a team. I'm waiting. I can never, I could never take them seriously because I, I just get distracted. I read a, it's actually kind of a sad thing, but I read a interview with D'Lo once. Where he paralyzes Harley Parker? Well, no, but he oh. said he was really self conscious during this run because it's the first time he'd wrestled shirtless, and he, you know, when he started wrestling, he was like four eighty. Yep. You know? So like he was very self conscious the whole time and very he couldn't enjoy it like he. Because he, I mean, he busted his ass to get into really good shape. Yep. But to him, he was still hideous looking in his own words. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, at least we're not just fucking the women over in this uh, business now when it comes to body shaming. So, yeah. But that's what I think of every time I see Lowdown. I can't, I, that's all I think about. I, I just need him to only wear white, white pants, though. This wearing black shit is off. <laughs> looking at the wheel. We're all white pants, dog. By the way, it's never a good look for your tag team. When you just use the one dude's singles music. Yeah. They just you. change the Titan just have your pictures over yeah. and over again. Like that's a lot of plans for this, I they, guess. They probably don't have a lot of a lot of thoughts for you. It's just uh, Yeah. Can you say metal? What? Why what is the, the lowdown name from? Is that one of Delo's moves? Delo's, yeah, it's uh, the pop up power bomb. Pop up power bomb. What does Chaz have to do with that? Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh he's he was low. The low down bangers. <laughs> Low bangers? Low bangers. The low down bangers. bangers. The down bangers. I like low bangers. The low bangers. Hitting some low bangers down there, are we? Uh, D'Lo flapjacks Chaz onto uh, Matt. D'Lo misses. <laughs> D'Lo misses a top rope moonsault. Matt with the second rope clothesline to Chaz. Jeff hits poetry in motion on both guys. Yes? Oh, finish. I'll wait till you're done. I, I wasn't going to interrupt you. Oh, okay. You had that look. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. Go ahead. Matt with a top rope leg drop on Chaz. Jeff hits a cross body the outside to D'Lo. Chaz. Matt hits a twist of fate, and uh, Jeff hits the swanton on D'Lo for the win. Uh, however, they low down, then double team the Hardys after. They double powerbomb Matt by lifting him on top of his shoulder and then on their shoulders and then walking around for him and then slamming him to the ground. Uh, then Chaz hits a superplex on Jeff. As they hit the ground, perfect timing because then D'Lo hits a frog splash onto Jeff. That's a cool move. Still power and glory. Uh, Hercules and Paul Roma. Superplex into the splash. It's a cool move. It's hard to get perfect timing. Yep. Yep. But it's a cool move. Uh, no, I was just going to comment. I really want the bangers and mash team. Oh, there it yep. is. Like, think, think about it. Like, uh, one guy's crazy, kind of like Murdoch from A Team. He's bangers in the head. And then the other guy's just got surgical garb on with blood on it, like he came out of a mash unit. I like this idea. Bangers and mash. The plane. Not as good as death and taxes, but. No. 
Let's get Murdoch and Hawkeye up here. Let's do it. There we go. Let's get this team going. Uh, we go backstage with Triple H and Stephanie. As Triple H is not happy that he has a match tonight. And especially being a tag partner with Trish Stratish. I'm not in WWE, so they're making me work. She should be at a bar in a wet t-shirt competition. Uh, crowd by way popped in the background for that. Because uh, I'd like to see her in a wet t-shirt competition. But it's not in online, bar. but you know, not in a bar, just in my own private home. You know, it's online. So Stephanie and he and he brings up how Stephanie and all the wi- other women there uh, in the WWF don't know how to wrestle. Yeah, she's like, "What do you mean, all the women in the WWF?" Uh, well, I meant to say, and she gets pissed and you know leaves the room. For? He was wrong. You know what I was waiting for? I was waiting for him to be like the game and be like. You've never wrestled before in your life. That's a vanity title given to you because you're the boss's daughter. Even though they're married, I was waiting for the right. game to answer. I was like, you pussy. Yeah. You fucking pussy. She leaves the room as then one Trish Stratus enters the room and she's like, listen, I know you don't want to be uh, you, you don't want to be partners with me and I understand that, but we have to work together. And he's like, do you even know any holds? Forget it. Do you know anything? <laughs> Forget it. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, I didn't notice this fast. Like, you know, right? Me too. I was like, when Damn. I saw the photo, because they, the, the, the cock spoiled the, you know, what the image is. I was like, where are you here? Oh, I knew it on Raw. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, I didn't know it was time yet. And I don't, when I saw what the Stephanie was wearing, I was like, oh. And I'm so lucky. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch the cock. I, I hate watching the cock because of the images. Yeah, yeah. It spoils like 95% I don't, I don't of the time. Pay attention to the images. Yeah, just, I, I try, I try I not to. I try not to, but it spoils like 95%. Watch half the show, Joe. That's, that's damn true. I mean, I'm Wikipedia at this uh, SmackDown <laughs> right now. Uh, our next match is Grandmaster Sexay versus Taz. Hmm. Uh, Grandmaster with a belly to belly uh, with a belly to back suplex and Taz almost falls on his head. Taz, they, they do know that too cool as a tag team, right? They can work a tag team match at some point. Well, <laughs> who, who's I Taz going to be working I think with? Jesus they, Christ! It's the Attitude Era thought process of well, he's feuding with Rikishi, so just to. To save us two shows, we'll just feed him Rikishi's friends. Yeah. But that's fine, but like, I don't think they've been a, in a tag match in like three weeks. They've just been in random singles matches. Uh, a lot, they were in a tag match yeah, like three weeks ago. It was that triple threat elimination match. Taz with an Alabama slam. Their push is comfortably over. Of course. Yeah. Taz hits the what Northern... What the fuck? I got nothing to do. It wasn't just uh, indie wrestling, folks. Yep. Taz <laughs> hits the Northern Lights for a two. Grandmaster with an Inziguri. Taz throws Grandmaster on the turnbuckle, and Grandmaster backs into a Taz mission. Then all of a sudden, Scotty Too Hotty comes out to attack Taz for the DQ. Uh, Scotty hits the bulldog, and Grandmaster hits the leg uh, hip hop drop for Scotty to then hit the worm on Taz. And now you're making Taz look weak, getting beat by two guys. Yeah, that's uh, two of the best friends. You know why everybody's still in that move? Because every motherfucker in the business, as soon as he introduced that move, was like, "Why the fuck didn't I think of that?" Maximum impact, no bump for me. God damn it! It's like that and a spine buster. Yeah, yep. it's like, Dep- God depends on the spine buster. It. We've talked about this before. Like Farouk's just toss you up and fucking chuck you to the ground. I'm not trying to murder motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> it just still work. <laughs> so let's go backstage and check on Triple H and Trish. As Triple H is showing Trish how to do a hammerlock, uh, so Triple H gets behind Trish and applies uh, pressure around the hammerlock around her, her arm. Triple H has Trish to do it to him. Trish is uh, is going to have uh, Triple H is going to have Trish counter this, so Triple H goes behind Trish again and wants Trish to bend over and reach between her legs to grab him by the leg to find a way to sweep him sweep him off. I sweep the leg, 
as she is bent over with Triple H behind her. I was jealous. What? I was every man jealous. was every man. Trish was my jam. I liked them. Oh, yeah. Thick. I'm a jam Trish. As then once Stephanie <laughs> yeah. comes in yelling, what the hell is happening? And then she starts throwing shit all across the floor uh, room and leaves. And then Triple H is like, I blame you, Trish. And then leaves to f- give chase. Seth's so reaction was so good here. What the hell is Everybody going on? Everybody knocked it out of the park. I would have had a slightly different reaction. I'd be like, I'm trading up. Yeah. Want to join? Yeah. But this scene, like this, this segment is like iconic. Yeah. For the, the, you know, the, the shock look by Triple H and Trish. And then what the hell is happening? You know, the funniest part to me, it has always been the funniest part to me. It's good training. Yeah. It is. He's he's got. He's, he's not wrong. He's, he's giving good training. He is. Like he, he it's the thing of Triple H is one hundred percent the good guy here, showing her how to do moves and how yeah, to reverse and trip the leg up. Sometimes trip the leg. Regal do a thousand times. Right. And That's then all of a sudden, <laughs> right? He learned it. He learned it from Regal. And then all of a sudden, Trish wa- uh, Steph walks in. And is like, why is my husband? Honestly, one of my favorites. Things on Triple H is when he does that cameo on Tough Enough in about a year, and he teaches all those guys how to take a punch, yeah. how to throw a bunch and take one. Mm-hmm. And like he's like he gets irritated because they're not listening. And like he's like, if somebody fucks up, he's like, you do that again, I'm gonna punch you for real. Yeah, it's on MTV, so he like hits. He's like, did that hurt? And he's like, no. He's like, yeah, it's not fucking supposed to, dumbass. This yeah. is how you do it. Yeah, just, you don't really punch them as hard as you fucking can, moron. Just make it look like you are. Like he knows what he's doing. It's fucking yeah. awesome. I wish he would train now to throw punches. Well, he was trying to. He will in WCW 5.0. <laughs> he will in AEW. Yeah. I mean, fucking hell, because the young guys these days cannot throw punches. They're just, they're, I mean, they're, you're, you're not, they're, yeah. hitting, they're hitting their lower arms And they sometimes. don't even stomp anymore. It's, no. So they don't even get the noise. It's now just forearms. That's they're, all it is. Yeah, they're not even hitting the face or even the neck. They're hitting like the upper arm. I'm like. Or it's the hockey fight where you grab shirts and punch neck. It's like, No. No, man. Just, God, put Jarrett and Lawler with those young guys just for two weeks. Here's how you throw a fuck. Or Lawler Razor. Will t- yeah, Razor. Lawler will show you how to take a punch. Like he said, nine out of ten, light as a feather with that tenth one. Hmm. <laughs> Ask Paul Heyman. Uh, guys, we're going to recap what just happened. And that's uh, Rock beating up Ben Wall a couple of weeks. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, that's... Uh, hmm. uh, during the break, we see Triple H leaving the arena. Road Dog trying to tell him he can't go. He has a match. Triple H's like, screw everybody and screw you. And he leaves. I mean, there's that. I mean, he got done screwing Trish. He was done. Yep. I would be done. Yeah. Yep. I'll be done for a week. Go up from that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So you're on top of that tonight. <laughs> we good here, folks. Uh, I've our- reached the mountaintop. King of the Mountain. Mountain. Ah. Nowhere to go but down. Down where? Down there. Uh, Our next match is Edge and Christian with Big Show versus Dudley Boys and Kane. Uh, And a Tom Bowles match. Uh, Talk about a three-man team I don't want to fucking see. In either one of them? Well, I'm I'm particularly talking about the Dudleys and Kane, but yes. Uh, Edge and Christian come out wearing huge foam uh, (laughs) cowboy hats. That in that three Devon is the one like yeah I don't need to be need at least two fucking idiots <laughs> right Jesus Christ that poor Devon uh, uh, they're like we've got a so totally big partner uh, <laughs> they think that people in Texas are big uh, pig smelly pork ruined chopping tobacco spitting fatties um, yeah it's not wrong so uh, Christian hits Devon with a low blow you like pork and rinds? I hate pork I rinds. hate pork rinds I love pork rinds depends. Yeah. 
But here's you the thing. You think I love them. Here's That's the, the one thing. thing I can never do. Here's the thing about my pork rind love. I hate the... Your pork rind love. My pork. It's a porn love category. <laughs> yes, it is. It will be soon. I love I love the flat pieces. I love that yeah. I hate the, like, the, the twists, like the crunch, like... Super hard to get through sometimes. I like I, the, the flat, I soft. just could never get into that. That and corn nuts. I could never get into corn nuts. Uh, I, hate corn nuts I can too. do corn nuts until... Uh, they just... Ugh, they don't chew. When they're just like, it made like, me get a root canal. Yeah, it's just like, no, I'm cool with these. I had a corn... I did eight corn nuts one time. All of a sudden, like, I took one bite and I went, oh, I need a root canal now. Well, I eat that shit when you can have chips. It was, that, it was there. I was hungry. <laughs> it was a 90s thing for sure. Yeah. And I, the I ranch. Remember, there was a bus school bus driver my freshman year in high school. And she would eat uh, those while she drove. And those buses were packed as fuck. I was always near the front, so we could smell it the whole time. Uh, amazing. Plus, she was a bitch, so me and my friend would always give her shit. I know Linda Hogan drove buses. Right? All right. We gave her so much shit on the last day of school. She kicked us off the school bus at the end, at our stop. And we're like, it's the last day of school, bitch. She quit. Because Amazing. of us. Oh, awesome. Uh, big show with a power slam to Devon. Devon's trying to get tagged. Uh, Melania Trump. Really not. <laughs> uh, Devon's trying to get tagged out, but Christian comes in and back by drops Christian. Kane then gets, comes in and takes out Edge and Christian. Goes after Big Show, then they fight to the outside. Uh, Shane helps and distracts Kane for Big Show. Uh, Dudley sits a flying headbutt on Edge. The was up. Dudley's trying to put tables in the ring. Edge and Christian do a baseball slide. But the Dudleys lifted up and then rammed the tables into Edge and Christian. As if you go back to the Monday Night War stories, as they were trying to do the exact same thing, but Edge and Christian slide the ta- uh, baseball slide into the table. So this on Thursday, they learn from their mistakes. Uh, Bubba sets up the uh, table and 3D's Edge through the table for the win. As that all that's happening, Big Show's beating up Kane on the outside. Dudley's go 3D Christian uh, through the table, but he rolls out uh, rolls uh, out of the ring. Big Show comes in and hits uh, attacks both Dudley's. Kane comes in and is going to choke slam Big Show, but Shane comes in and punches uh, Kane in the back. Kane then picks up Shane to do a choke slam, but then as that's happening, Big Show grabs Kane and choke slams Kane through the table. They was a long match. That's a good match. Uh, mm. We get a recap of Raw, Bull Buchanan being the Godfather and having Godfather having no, no more hoes. Hoes. Now we no go. No more hoes. Now we go a promo with one Stephen Richards and Bull Buchanan. That's right. You put some respect on that goddamn man. Stephen right. knows what's best for people, and yep. they have received thousands of letters in their support. Yep. Right or always succeed wrong. Scantily clad women are wrong. Pimpin' ain't easy. Our history. They won the war on Monday, so Steven wants to introduce a new member, ally. a new ally, and it's the good father, as the godfather is now no longer pimping hoes, but he's pimping sensory as he comes out dressed like <laughs> Steven. <pimping> censorship. <laughs> I just thought about that one off the top of my head right there. So great. Uh, crowd chants, you sold out. Um, godfather says once the women are gone, the support's gone. Got, uh, the good father thought he was fighting for the fans, but he was just promoting filth. Good father played on the played off the fans' lust and pimping for the cheer while he was trying to set set a better example. Love is for uh, love is not for sale. Love is give and privilege. The good father says that he is sorry. 
good father eyes were shut that he couldn't see what he was doing was so wrong and what was Steven was doing right. The WWF would be better with no pimps, no hoes, and selective sensory. I like the promo because with every effective heel turn, there has to be an element of truth in what the guy's saying. He has to believe it. Yeah. And this was good and effective. He didn't believe it. Nope. He fought it and fought it and fought it and finally realized he was not going to win. Uh, but he was able to leverage a tag title reign out of it. So, spoiler. In order for him to turn and do this entire gimmick, Brother. that's what he wanted. Uh, we so go. He gave it a little low, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> We go back. Should have been for the heavyweight. Uh, we go backstage with Trish Stratus as she's getting ready, and how it's not fair that Triple H left. Her body hurts from the uh, last night. She should have said Monday. I apologize. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Trish wants no, uh, the match not to happen, uh, and uh, maybe she should go talk to Foley as Foley shows up and says, "Hey, maybe if we want to talk, maybe we can talk about that sexual harassment you thought about." Uh, Foley was going to give her the night off, but decided to have a replacement partner for her, one Chris Benoit. Uh, Foley says that he would sue her for sex or husband as he feels violated as she walks away. <laughs> I wish I were violated by her. Whatever. Whatever. Different people like different things. Whatever. Whatever, bro. Thanks, DDP. Our next match is for the year. my Kimberly. Is for the European Championship as it's Perry Saturn Terry versus Crash Holly. Terry joins commentary. They ask her why she's with Saturn. She just says, well, he's, uh, she is his advisor. Uh, with him, brings results. Look, he's European champion now. But I wish. It would have never happened in a million years because it would be like putting over anything from WCW. But I just wish that she had like a laptop with her. And she's like, because I scoured the database and realized that Perry Saturn was going to bring me success. Did she scour you, buddy? Uh, she could have. Well, unconfirmed. You know. Wouldn't have gotten any uh, fight out of it. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, then it could be the Terry Reynolds Foundation. She's ditzy and dirty with the devilish, but also smart. Put some glasses on her, some 2000 glasses, and that, well, a little so bit. So basically, of, you just want Alexander York. It would, yes, I do. But it would also be like this gigantic heavy laptop because <laughs> it's 2000. Yep. So, hell of a. Be a hell of a fucking weapon. Uh, Saturn lifts Crash on his shoulders and slams him to the ground. Crash hits a Frankensteiner. Uh, Crash runs uh, off the ropes. Hey, but it's WWF, sir. It's a Hurricane Okay, Rana. thank you. I have it written down as Hurricane Rana. I didn't know what I could say on this show. It's WWF. You can say Hurricane Rana. Okay, thank you. He's Saturn's probably watching. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> Uh, he's, crash, he's begging Medeja. Crash, uh, uh, crash runs off the ropes, but gets tripped, and Saturn rolls him up for the win. And then Eddie and China come out to attack Saturn. He's a, he's a diner, by the way. He Saturn, did. God damn you. <laughs> God damn you. Uh, we get a recap of Raw of Shane breaking a cinder block over the knee of the Undertaker. We have found out that Undertaker has a dislocated knee and severe ligament damage. I'm fine. Is this legit? I'm, uh, no. God damn it. But you have to make the upcoming feud seem hot, so... You've done it now. So let's go to our next match, as it's Chris Benoit and Trish Stratus versus Chris Jericho and Lita. Uh, Benoit and Jericho just punch each other to start the match. 
Jericho throws Lita, and Lita does a baseball slide into Trish. Benoit throws Jericho onto the top rope as Shane pulls Jericho to the outside and kicks him a few times. Benoit hits a flying headbutt, but Lita breaks it up. Benoit then throws Lita to the outside. Jericho hits a bulldog, gets a two. Benoit, uh, later on the match, just punches Lita off the apron and then walks into the walls of Jericho. I have to admit, knowing what we know, 20, Mm -hmm. and and it's a terrible thing. We brought that. But... I get a morbid kick out of this out of the sadistic shit Benoit does in two thousand. I I, made I don't the, know why. I I made the callback call on Monday on the Monday Night War stories, which you can go back and listen to about like I think Booble, you're talking about like Benoit was doing something on Monday and it was just freaking you out. I was like, just wait till SmackDown. And just I'm wait a, till SmackDown. He's just gonna punch lead off the fucking apron. I'm a dick. I, I have to be a bad bad person. You're a bad man. I can tell. Bad plan. I have a bad thoughts. A bad plan. There it is. I would not have gotten as much enjoyment out of it if I hadn't have known that he kills his family seven years later. But because of that, because of that, yeah. if at any point I we popped get huge. a shot of him working out with a Bowflex in the back, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I popped huge. I'm like, ha yes, he's a scumbag. Uh, Jericho hits a bulldog for a two. Benoit punches Lita off the, uh, we talk about that, uh, but he walks into <laughs> a... He walks in. He picked but, her up and did it again. Yeah, he just did. <laughs> no. okay? Yeah, you're okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were Chris. No, uh, he punches Lita off the apron, then walks into the walls of Jericho. But Trish pulls off Jericho, so Jericho p- pulls off Jericho. Ooh, all right. But then Jericho. I'm put, trying to tap out. I'm but, right then, but Jericho puts <laughs> Trish in the walls of Jericho, and Benoit clotheslines him off. Lita hits a Frankensteiner or Hurricane Rana onto Benoit, and then a crossbody to the outside onto Trish. Chris uh, Jericho then lion salts yeah, on Benoit. More than just Chris. I know, right? Uh, Jericho lion the salts Benoit the for Canadian. the win. What the fuck is happening there? Um, so, so this was a weird match to me. Yeah, one team. It looks like a team that's like slipping date rape pills into each other's drinks, and then the other team is the hills. Yep, <laughs> it's like and uh, come on, what what's up? <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, you guys okay? Uh, no. Right, let's move on. There's no hot like nerd hot. <laughs> can we move on? Or real match? It was, done. It, was, it, was it was fine. I thought you were just going to pin Benoit yeah. Yeah. in yep. the middle of the fucking ring. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because trust me. Yeah, you are. That's all I'm saying is you definitely are. Eyebrow gets hit with a chair. We have to call a National Guard. You're not wrong. Uh, Angle wants the Rock to be a man and put that title on the line. Uh, we go to Kevin Kelly with Chris Jericho. Jericho says that Triple H showed him uh, show that he isn't that good. Uh, if Triple H wants to show Trish some pointers, maybe do it with his wife uh, when the wife is gone. <laughs> uh, Jericho says that he showed that he that he was the best technical. Well, since The Rock beat him, he's and Lita was there. Benoit is the fourth best technical wrestler out in, out there. Um, Benoit comes out of nowhere and attacks Jericho. They uh, Both him and Shane attack. They ram him into a, a steel door. Then they shut the door on him. And then Benoit... And Corey's going to go... He got sick... For, uh, he liked this sick moment of... But basically, Jericho, Benoit could chair-toed Benoit to the ground... Uh, Jericho on the ground. With the, I admit it. I enjoyed it. I'm a sick man. It's a good spot. Uh, so, yeah, so... After building them up in July, they're just back 
to each other now for SummerSlam. Yep. Spoiler. Yeah, they are. No change. <laughs> nope. Um, Mid card for life. Hmm? Uh, let's go to our main event, and I guess it's for the WWF Championship. As they really never said he's yeah, putting on really, the line. Yeah, they did. Did they? Did they? Well, they the announcement, they said that The Rock uh, bars into Foley's office and demanded the title be on the line. Because baby face. <laughs> baby face. Got it. So it's Kurt Angle versus the champion, The Rock. Uh, Angle with a power slam. Rock throws uh, Angle into the corner, chest first. And then Rock hits Angle with a clothesline to the back of the head. Benoit and Shane come out. Uh, Shane chokes the rock on the second rope while the ref is distracted. Angle throws the rock to the outside as Shane then clotheslines him. Angle throws the rock into the ropes, but then uh, is tripped uh, into the ref, allowing the uh, Benoit to drag the rock to the outside, and Benoit puts the rock into the guardrail. Uh, rock put uh, punches Angle and hits him with the DDT for a two. Rock hits the spine buster, but Shane gets on the apron. Rock punches Shane off. Uh, Rock puts Angle in the sharpshooter, but Benoit gets in and clotheslines the Rock. Rock throws Benoit into the ring and hits him with a chair and hits the uh, hits Angle with the chair for a DQ. Rock chases Shane around the, up the ramp, but Benoit gets the Rock, like basically no selling the uh, chair shot just taken. But Rock spine busters him. Uh, the announce that Angle has win won as you see him in the ring celebrating like he won the Olympics, but this time with the title. As Rock notices this, then he goes back to the ring. Angle takes a swing uh, with the title of the Rock Ducks and punches him out of the ring. And that is how you finish SmackDown. Thoughts on the match? Yeah, yeah I was kind of mad about it. Which is weird because Angle. Yeah. I mean, but I, I can get excited about a Rock match if it's against somebody I like. Yeah. And I like Angle, but I was just kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, what was the better show? Oh, the SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. SmackDown. All right, yeah, 100 without, wow. without question. Uh, let's see how the ratings do, though. Uh, last week, WCW Thunder got a 2.5. Our WWF got a 4.4. This week, WCW stays at that 2.5. And WWF went to a 4.8. Back to its normal. Mm-hmm. Let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. Blackman and X-Pac. Yeah. Same. I enjoyed it. Same. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Anything on Thunder? I pick specifically (laughs) Smooth versus the Dragons. I'll go with the arm wrestling. I know you don't count that stuff, but it was on my screen and I hated it. I will go. The artist and skip over. Uh, who is your MVP? Triple H. Yeah, yeah. he was really good. That was going to be mine as well. Uh, Kirk Angel. Kirk Angel, huh? For me. Okay. If I'd have dug the match more, I would have gone Kirk Angel. Yeah. Uh, who is your motive? Judy Bagwell. Or, uh, or Buff Bagwell. Buff. It's uh, Buff. Or skip over. Yeah, no, I'm going to go buff. It's he, buff. Yeah, I mean, totally emasculated by his mom on this show. It's buff. Which is impressive because she saves his nuts. <laughs> and it's true. And it's damn It's true. It's damn true. Uh, She's in charge of the Grundle area. So WTF. 
Um, what the fuck was that thunder? Jesus Christ. That was fucking terrible. It's not good, Bob. Um, yeah, no, it was terrible. Absolutely god awful. My what the fuck is, well, Benoit Jericho, I hope you enjoyed your momentary lapse of sunshine because uh, oh, you're straight back to the mid card. fear an old uh, tried and true for SummerSlam main event. I, I understand your fear, and you are correct to have it. Um, my WTF is skip yeah. over. Just the name. Yeah. Skip over. That's, uh, that's not I, great, Bob. We're, we're from the company that gave you Patty Stonegrander, so... That's a better name. That's a, name. That's a real name. Oh, there he is. Who do you doubt name? Patty Stonegrander? Yeah. She's Lilani Kai. Who do you, <laughs> who do you to doubt, doubt Patty I'd Stonegrander? I'd rather doubt Al Dandy, to be honest. Yeah. And who do you to doubt Al Dandy? Nobody. Because it's not even a real name. She's Lilani Kai. Well, she's Patty Stonegrander. No, her... We're, and where she had that name in the WWF? It's a job. Job Lani Kai name and every other territory she worked from 1970 because, until uh, because they had her make her have that w- fake name. So once she went to WCW, she went the Hall and Nash route, real names, real gimmicks. Patty Stonegrinder. Right. I mean, if you're gonna die on that hill, then more power to you. That's, I don't care that much. This guy doubting. Who did doubt? Unbelievable. 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 But what is believable is that this is the. End of this week's episode, the midweek war stories. As we're moving on to New Blood Rising, which is in like three weeks, we have like a month away from uh, SummerSlam, so we have a little pause in the pay per views, which are fantastic for us. But we're moving on to, uh, you know, the I think it, we only have two weeks now, between, yeah. So, two okay, well, that's still fine. Two, we just did this week. two, two is better than uh, one, yeah, and then you know. Upcoming, but uh, reason into this week, we have the Monday Night War stories coming up. We have all the other podcasts we do, which you can find and listen to at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of those podcasts and blogs and everything that Corey besmirches, doubts, just because he can. <sighs> I don't believe in no saviors. There it is. But you can save yourself to Spotify where you can find all of our podcasts. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 